Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Yes Laud, a lyrical dive into Anderson Pack's discography. And before I begin this episode, I just want to wish everybody a happy 420. Uh, this is rec- being recorded on 420. It's currently 1222 p.m. a.m. Uh, and uh, I am hoping to get this uploaded on the same day. Um, so, yeah... Uh, just, uh, wanted to wish y'all that. Too bad we aren't, uh, examining track 12 of Venice for this episode, am I right? Uh, alright, uh, so let's begin. The song we will be talking about today is called The City, which is the third track off of Anderson Pack's debut studio album, Venice. Now... The first episode, the previous episode, I should say, we covered the uh, first two tracks, Wave, which is a 27-second beach intro, and Milk and Honey, which told the story of uh, Anderson getting, having ties with the wrong girl. And today we will be talking about the city, and I promise it won't be as dark of a, dark of an episode as uh last time uh so uh this one will also probably be a shorter episode because uh well i'm talking about a singular track even though the last episode one of them was 27 seconds but also this isn't a concept track really so i probably wouldn't be talking about it as much and also for the last episode i got 10 pages of notes where this episode, I only got up to five. Um, so, yeah, if this is going to be as in-depth as uh, the last episode, you should be expecting a 15-minute podcast. But I can't really make any predictions until I actually uh, edit and drop the episode. Uh, but... Yeah, this is produced by uh, DK the Punisher, who uh, his most popular songs are with Justin Bieber, but uh, there's, like, more stuff that other stuff... For stuff that I actually care about, uh, he's done production work for uh, Sir. Uh, He also produced Tap Out by J-Rock off of his Redemption album, and uh, Bitter Raps by Boogie off of his Thirst 48 mixtape. And, yeah, this is going to definitely be a um, good episode to examine, and I am uh, hoping that I have fun saying it. As I did the last episode, because the last episode was pretty fun to look at, not gonna lie. And yeah, this does have. I did take some good notes on this episode too. So, that being said, let's begin. So, the song begins with a spoken intro, which simply just says this Venice, California, known then as Venice, slum by the sea. Now, Venice doesn't really have the. Uh, best reputation it's not really known as the best place um because of its reputation it had it was overrun by uh hippies in the 60s and then the 70s brought junkies then gun violence in the 80s and the 90s 
uh, brought some crackheads. However, uh, the city did get better within the 21st century, and uh, there is a Guardian, a report by the Guardian that I do want to read that does actually uh, notate uh, does actually bring up some good points. While it certainly isn't St. Troops, Tropes, uh, Tropes, I don't know, I don't live in California, 21st century Venice, or Dogtown, as it is also known, has been transformed into a beautiful, little ex- ecle- eclectic area. I can't pronounce that. I, I me no big, me no no big words. <laughs> Well, me no like big words either. <laughs> uh, area of the city that, like the East Village in Manhattan or London's Notting Hill, has been has taken its quirky, murky past and reinvented it without denying its roots. So yeah, I think that definitely should indicate improvement after the whole like. Uh, Stuff with all the drugs and violence and hippies throughout the later half of the 20th century. And it's always good to see places improve. So then Anderson comes in and delivers the first verse. Uh, It starts with, There's no need to wear these shades when I drive. I need to see the leap before the stride. Now, he doesn't really need to wear the shades because he has... uh, Well, this was my interpretation of it at least. Uh, he feels a sense of security and doesn't need, doesn't feel the need to like hide behind shades. Like his, uh, well, he has uh, retro glasses that like have big lenses, so like that would hide him even more. And like it wouldn't really cover your face, but like um, some people are probably more recognizable with with sunglasses and than without. So. That is definitely, uh, like, he doesn't really feel like he needs to hide. And then seeing the leap for the stride could actually refer to, like, actually seeing them as for how they are before actually assuming it's automatically bad based on uh, its reputation and what people say about it. So that continues. There's so much more that can happen. I'm sure that you can imagine. So he's saying that just because they have a bad reputation doesn't mean there aren't good qualities about it. And then he continues. I live around here. Let me show you how to walk it. Stop the traffic. Uh, he pretty much knows everything there is to know about Venice. And he is going to be our tour guide. So I wouldn't actually, I actually wouldn't mind the... Anderson Pack giving me a tour of Venice or Malibu or Oxnard or Ventura. <laughs> and then continues. Them two legs will get you right for action with good brain. That get you all the answers. That get you all the cash and fashion. Just bat your lashes. So he is talking to a girl and like the whole song is pretty much him talking to a girl but like this is what makes it uh, basically clear that he is, and he's telling her that all she needs to survive are either good looks, which are them two legs, or intelligence, which is a good brain, and seeing, he's saying that since she has both, she's good, and, she's good, and, like, she'll be able to, uh, survive, 
So this verse is basically summing up that, like, it's a really good place despite the um, shady reputation that it has and that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover or a movie by its uh, reviews. So that is definitely a good method to relay on the first verse. So then we got a uh, chorus. So it starts with, tell me where you want to go, but I don't really think that I could get much better. The city I love, city I love, city I love. So Anderson is telling her that she pretty much could go anywhere if she wanted to, but nothing will ever be able to uh, beat the city that he loved, which happens to be Venice, which he loved so much that he named a freaking album after it. Um... And then he continues, you're you telling me you want to break free. I bet you never, bet you never. So basically what he's saying that she'll never want to leave. And like, uh, you telling me you want to break free, uh, you're not going to say like, I want to leave. Which is the I bet you never part. And then it continues with uh, lines, powder your nose, love, smoke if you want to. Now, the power of your nose is a slang term used by women, which basically means to use the bathroom. Uh, girls won't really want to say, hey, I'm going to take a piss. They'll just say, hey, I want, I'm going to go power my nose as an excuse. To like, they're saying that they're getting the makeup done, but in reality, they're doing the business. But the context here is actually different. Uh, he's encouraging cocaine use. And this does actually make sense for a number of reasons, one of which being... Venice's nature and its history of its history with drugs and this is further emphasized by the next line smoke if you want to which obviously uh says if you want to then go ahead and get luck go uh just get high if you want to so and then there is uh the chorus pretty much conclude with put your feet in the water, the city belongs to you, girl. It's all for you. And uh what uh Anderson is saying here is that uh she wants he wants her to get out of her comfort zone, uh, because she he knows she'll love Venice, but like she could be just She's probably judging Venice by, like, the uh, stereotypes it gets with, like, all the drugs and crime and crap like that that goes on. But Anderson is trying to convince that this place is right up her alley. So, and then we move on to the second and final verse of the song. So Anderson ends by singing, So when you're living the dream, is it hard to see? Does your heart beat heavenly? So Anderson pretty much says that uh, it would be easy to see the beauty of Venice. And him asking, is it hard to see? Does your heart beat heavenly? Is, I guess, a rhetorical question. Because is it hard to see? Obviously it's not. Does your heart beat heavenly? Obviously it will. So, like... Venice is a beautiful place if you, like, ignore the past history. And, like, if you go there now, then you're gonna love it. 
so then the next line is, uh, I think it's much more than the green leaf, but it helps, of course. So this is another uh, reference to the prominent drug use in Venice, the green leaf being weed. Uh, and whether they're directly smoking it or it's of secondhand use, that could actually both be feasible considering the use of drugs in Venice and also Anderson can, uh, Anderson, like, can, uh, damn it, what's the word, uh, Anderson basically advocating for the use of, uh, cocaine and smoking, so both could be, uh, both could be possible. But either way, uh, he's basically saying that this will enhance the, that it could ex- enhance the experience of Venice, but the beauty can still be viewed nice when it is sober. And then he says that there is only one season, senses in sunny California and near the equator. It's going to be warm year-round, which is another positive thing about Venice and California all love. Meanwhile, where I live, we get high snow. (sighs) And if you, like, don't live with with snow, like, snow looks nice and all, but, like, too much snow will, like, you're going to have to, like, shovel it away, and it's going to be, it's going to be pretty damn cold. Uh, So, yeah, it, like, it's fine in, like, small doses, but, like, Blizzards, I don't like them. I mean, sliding's fun and all, but like, yeah. And then the final lines is, can you believe the way that they talk about my paradise? We don't need that kind of vibe. No, no. So people badmouth Venice for the problem that uh, that is known for. But in reality, it's actually a pretty nice place. As the Guardian piece I read earlier suggests, it's a better place than it was in the 20th century. Um, but um, people are still going to uh, badmouth it because of the stuff that went on. From the hippies to the junkies to the gun violence to the crackheads. And it definitely is a better place now uh, during the 21st century, but it's not going to stop people from saying that it is a ghetto land. So after one more chorus, uh, the song concludes with an outro. So the outro begins with uh, two new lines. Uh, Don't tell me where you're from, girl. Tell me where you want to get to. Now, this is a double entendre. On the surface, Anderson wants to know where she wants to go. And he's hoping all of this convincing pays off. And she will say, will respond with Venice. However, this could actually also be a metaphor as... How you should not focus on what happened in the past, but rather uh, look ahead into the future. And the I definitely do think that this was intentional because Anderson, I mean, like first debut album, you shouldn't really expect too much out of someone, but like double entendres, like it's always good when they're uh, snuck in. And I this also. Uh, so, like, you shouldn't, like, be focusing on the past, but rather, like, focus on your goals for what you want to do for the future. 
Um, the next four lines are lines that I already discussed while talking about the chorus. Those lines being, put your feet in the water. The say belongs to you, girl. It's all well, for you. Tell me where you want to go. Well, no, actually, no, never mind. Uh, so, yeah, I already did mention these while talking about the chorus. And you already heard me blab on about it. So, why should I uh, continue blabbing on and just get to the conclusion? So, uh, here we are at the conclusion. So, the city is on the surface about Anderson trying to convince a girl to let him take her to Venice. Which is a beautiful area that he grew up in. And he's trying to say that despite what... It would it's been known for which be, being drugs crime etc. It is a nice and beautiful place and but the her could act the girl that he's talking to could actually be us the listeners and he could be uh, trying to convince us that despite the bad reputation it's known for that Venice is a uh, pretty nice place and. Yeah, I definitely do think that he did do a good job in convincing me, at least, that uh, Venice is a pretty nice place. And also, the it does also sneak in the metaphor, which becomes clear to me at the end. Like, when dissecting the song, like, I'll admit, like, there are some things that I realized, like, right when recur- right when recording, so I, like, spurt, spurt it out. Like, right then, just no script. Like, I take notes and I read from my laptop to see what I jotted down about the track. Uh, But one thing that I also did realize was uh, this also could be a metaphor that you should... uh, basically ignore the past and just focus on the present and look ahead to the future because uh yeah crap happened in the past get over it and meanwhile the future you actually have the power to change that in the present you can just embrace that so that is going to be it for this episode on the city uh thank you for listening and tune in next time to where we are going to go over the song Might Be. Um, so wherever you're listening to this, be sure to give me five stars. Even if you hate it, I still want the five stars. And uh, be sure to subscribe if you haven't already um, with whatever uh, medium you use to listen to the podcast. Uh, take care, guys, and happy 420.